Hola amigos and welcome back to the Wild Chase, our Dungeons and Dragons podcast. It's me, your fearless leader, Rio. We are raring to go tonight. Uh, it's uh, it's it's been an interesting month. Uh, March is coming to an end, and by the time you guys will see this, it will be April. Actually, no, it'll technically be March thirty first. Yes, correct, guys. Next Friday is March thirty first, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it'll be the 31st. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, so you'll see this right before April. Anywho, uh, we have, of course, just on our announcements, we have Central Texas Comic Con coming up, and uh, we are, we're also confirmed for Anime Houston and Dallas, right? Yes, we are. Yep, we're also, we are, we have Central Texas Comic Con coming up, that is the last weekend of April. And then we also have, after that, Anime Houston and Anime Dallas. I will get those dates, but those are, like, on the far end of the year, so we will see about that next time. But first and foremost, Central Texas Comic Con. Woo! Uh, please do come see us. Like, we're having free-to-play games. We, uh, lots of Dungeons uh, I am running 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons. Mercer is going to be running a Marvel game. We love to have you guys. Uh, if you play, you get to create characters in both of ours. So if you do play his Marvel game, you get to make your own Marvel superhero or vigilante, whatever you guys want to make anti-hero. I don't know. Anywho, <laughs> yeah, man, I don't, I don't control, I don't control that game. I don't know. Anywho, uh, as far as announcements, that's all we have going right now. Uh, Jess will not be with us this, tonight. She had a family event, and she will be back soon. Uh, other than that, a uh, sh- quick shout-out to our partner slash sponsor, Animotion Plus. They're an anime goods store here in Waco, Texas. If you want to go to the store and buy... They have plushies, uh, figures, all sorts of crazy cool stuff. And they get a lot of their goods directly from Japan, so please do check them out. They also have a website in case you can't go to the actual location or if you live in another state. Uh, we have that in the description below. Please do check that out. They have some wonderful stuff. I love getting stuff from there, especially when they have new plushies. <laughs> I'm weak. Uh, and that should be all for tonight. So now to introduce our players, go ahead, gentlemen. Hi, I'm Mal. I play Alexi Neptis, the human bard. Hello, everyone. This is your lovable Merc, and I will be playing Sensei, the Warforged Cleric. Hello, everybody. This is Shane playing Tegan Voltaren, the High Elf Eldritch Knight. Uh, last episode of the Wild Chase. Uh, you guys finally were leaving Olystis. You were making your way to Auroros. Uh, you did some, some last-minute shopping uh, before before you left. Uh, met the Devil Crows, managed to convince them not to impede your mission. And uh, you guys are on... You guys stopped at the at one of the farm towns for the evening as it's... As, it's, uh, as you guys basically traveled through the night. You stopped at one of the farm towns for your second day of travel. Uh, and you had heard about a refugee camp. And decided that you were going to be visiting that. Since we don't have Masira with us today, Masira will stay with Haven by the cart while you guys are heading off to that refugee camp. So, that is where we'll be starting. Any questions or concerns, friends? We need to stop butting our noses into everything. That's not yes. That's not going to happen. Realistically, no. But out of character... 
we definitely need to stop. Anyway, as as you guys head northward on the path that uh, Henry, the stable the stable boy, uh, advised you guys to take, uh, you do you do see that the the hill and the the hidden cliff. Uh, honestly, as you're coming through this path, the way that it's narrowed between all the trees and such and and the rocks, you wouldn't have even noticed had you not been given the instructions. Uh, as you guys are walking through this area. Uh, would you guys like to roll me perception checks? Yes, ma'am. Alrighty. First roll of the night, baby. First roll and we all die. I got a 20. Not natural, but 20. 19. Uh, perception. I got a 24. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. What was Shane's? I think Shane had a dirty 20. Well, I rolled an 18 and the plus two is 20. Yeah. Yeah, so dirty 20. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay, so you all definitely passed. Uh, As you guys are walking through this area, you're getting the sensation that you're being watched. Uh, It does not take you uh, much to, after uh, just the shortest amount of time to notice that you are being watched by several people as some of them are posted up in the trees. Uh, one of them you could see is up top at actually on, uh, at the station at the top of this hill with a crossbow. Um, they, they do some very cautious. They haven't done anything as of yet, as you guys are continuing along the path. Hmm. You guys just gonna keep keep moving forward? Yeah, but I'm gonna be uh I'm gonna be on guard. Alrighty then. As you guys carry onward, the uh, once you've once you've cleared the hill, you're beginning to see down and as the the hill slopes down uh, to a l- little bit of a, l- a lower footing than the way you the way you had come from uh in in this this small little clearing out or this not not exactly small but it's not quite a valley in this clearing on the other on the other side of that hill you can see several tents have been set up this is definitely a refugee camp and had you not gone out of your way and taken this diversion from where you were on the main road you never would have known this was here uh, there's, uh, just, just with a basic look, there has to be maybe about 70, 80 people here. And those are just the adults. Hmm. Is it kind of like dilapidated or like decently set up? It's, uh, it's set up quite well. There a lot of these tents are closer to each other than you'd think most people would enjoy. Um, they they haven't been set up, they've been set up in little clusters uh, with three or four near each other uh, in, in a sort of area, but they're, they're clear of the other ones enough that there's a, there's a, a thorough, th- there's a thorough way. You can, you can walk through the area without being obstructed or running into any obstacles. It looks like this was set up uh, 
in a way that in case they anybody needed they needed to evacuate in any way they were they're able to do so quickly as you guys are uh coming to the the front of this camp there's a a half elf with very short brown hair just looking at the trio of you or the four of you with Letty standing closely behind as uh, he uh, looks at you skeptically, just sort of taking in what you look like. And he very much, you can see his nose crinkle as he looks at Alexei and goes, what do you want? I just want to make sure about everything. We are uh, this is the refugee camp. Refugee camp. We are on our way to deal with the painting. Did we? That was the. That was before. We make it to the area where the vampire is. Correct. Yeah, Bright Hollow is to the south of Aurora's. Okay. Right holes and stuff everywhere, and, and I, that's. I did pin the map in the chat in case you need to take a look at it again. Thank you, ma'am. Boom. I will update that map later today so you have an idea of where this refugee camp is located. All right. Now, did we want to post up here for the night, or were we just still passing through? I took it as we were just kind of passing through. Yeah, okay. That's what I'm trying to make sure about. We're stopping to make sure we got the horses taken care of. Yeah, that's what it was. Though, you guys, yeah, I was about to say, you hadn't said anything about staying here for the night. So, like, if you're going to have to have that discussion in character, if you guys are going to have that discussion. But as of the moment, you're being glared at. No, I can understand that. Okay. Is there any uh, any place around here that we can uh, we can just post us so that we can have our horses taken care of? Is that what you're asking? Yes. Uh, he, uh, you could see his frown deepen as he goes, "Yeah, back the way you came." Uh. This isn't a rest stop for nobles. This is a refugee camp. Yes, I understand that. I was just asking some questions. We'll make sure to pass uh, pass on through then. Uh, Tegan. Yes. How good is your animal handling, Jack? Uh, uh, In nature. Well, for my animal handling, I have a zero. And then for nature, I have a plus three. Uh, Sensei? I mean, Sensei's pretty good with animals and, you know, likes to pay attention to nature and whatnot. Well, if that was the case, I was just going to ask to check, you to check on the horses just to make sure how how well they're doing. The horses were left back at the the little makeshift inn. 
Yeah, I know that. I'm just saying because if we don't have another stop here, uh, if we don't have any way to actually properly let the horses rest, I want to see how well they would uh, be moving on out out of this point. So you're sending Sensei back? Yeah. Uh, Okay. Uh, Sensei will uh, look at Alexi. Uh, Confusing, but if you think the horses are a priority, I will leave investigating the refugee camp to you, Alexi. I will uh, return post-haste. As you say that, the the half-elf goes, whoa, 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 what do you mean investigating? There's nothing for you here to investigate. Ah, this one is referring to the, uh, well, the, there was word that there was a healer of some divine power that was here, and we were curious, as we are responsible for the citizens of Lamastus, uh, to see that proper care was being meted out, and that if there was any assistance that we might be able to garner for these refugees, uh, we might be able to offer it after doing such an investigation. Um, but I will leave that to Alexi and Tegan here. I must go and see to the horses. Oh, so so the the the, the metal the metal thing is funny. You didn't you didn't say that. Uh, as he looks back to Alexi and goes, "Why don't you go?" Back to your little palace and mind your own business. And Tegan at this point steps towards him and uh, responds. You know, I think you're being really rude to my companion here. Well, considering the the treatment that, that we've been receiving from the nobles and the crown... I think it's well deserved. And what pray tell nobles have have uh, you been receiving uh, treatment from? Because of the mistakes of the people in charge and the money that all of, all they want, all all the refugees here, they're from different territories. All the food and stuff that we've been growing. They're, they've been taken, saying that they're for the troops and for the nobility, and most of us are starving. Like, my family had to leave their own land because we, cause we couldn't get, because we couldn't feed our own children. And the, pe- and, the, and the people that have been taking your, uh, taking your supplies, were they soldiers? It, some of them were soldiers. And if would you be able to point out any of these soldiers if you if you were to see them again? And uh, he just sort of rolls his eyes and he goes, "What good would that do? They're soldiers. They defended. They defended." Aeon against uh, an army from hell. Who's going to care about what one farmer has to say? I would. That's why I'm asking the question. He sort of stops, and it seems like he's gearing up for uh, a second round 
when uh, another voice cuts in as a halfling woman steps up. She's got uh, very short auburn hair as she looks between uh, the group of you. She's also got very like thick biceps. It looks like she's she's done her a lot of work as she sets her hand on his arm and goes, That's enough, Ennis. Nobody asked you to guard dog the entryway to the camp. As he looks down at her and uh, sort of scoffs and goes, Somebody's got to. If something happens to our healer, what are we going to do? Like this is banter between them. As the the halfling woman just sort of gives, as she gives him a, a, a what seems to be like a scolding look, as she looks back at you, she goes, "If you guys have coin or rations, and then we won't we won't be distributing any to you. If you would like to donate, we would be willing to accept donations. If you do need a bed for the night, I'm sure we can make arrangements. That'll be that'll be great, ma'am. Thank you. And we would love to donate. I was gonna ask how much food and stuff do you think Tegan has? Just based off of that food market raid you guys bought what was it 10 days worth of rations no I, I'm not talking about the party but like what I would have in that bag like maybe well no you you before before all that you still have you still have all you you still have what is it the two bottles of champagne from the uh the that from what Lord Frayn's uh, garden party that you stole, as well as all those hors d'oeuvres, and then at the beginning of the session, you ha or at the beginning of the campaign, you have what four days worth of rations in your bag. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I would be fine with giving some of my rations. And yeah. uh, she shoves, like, Ennis aside for a second, and he just stumbles back a few steps as he glares at her. And, uh, she gives you one more look before turning and, and says, if you have any questions, you can come find me. Not everyone in the camp is as hostile as he is. Thank you, ma'am. However, if any of you are sick or do need to see the healer, he's in the tent at the far back. We, oh, we, graciously, uh, we graciously accept your hospitality. Good, just don't cause any trouble. And she walks away. Okay. And it seems to stare at you for a little while longer before he does the same. Uh, 
Alrighty, Tegan. It seems it would be appropriate, since they have graciously opened their doors to us, that we uh, we go donate to them. I would be more than fine in offering something towards them. My only thing, my only thing is, I'd like to figure out which soldiers have been coming over here and demanding supplies from them, though. Bloody, you... sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, um, if you want to go to the healer, I will go and donate the rations, and I can ask them about that. Yeah, ready. And uh, Luddy speaks up and goes, what should I do? Hmm. Well, as of right now, Luddy, I think it's important. I think it would be important if uh, you, you just come along with us. Well, I mean, of, we might, of, course, uh, of course I'm coming with you, but am I going with you, Alexi, or should I go with Tegan? Hmm. I hand Letty uh, a small pouch of gold, the uh, small patch of gold, and tell her to donate that to the refugee camp. How much gold is in there? Uh, how much gold did you give me earlier? Uh, Tegan? I thought I gave you 80. Yeah, you gave him 80. Yeah, then it'll be 80. you were asking me. I was like, bro, I don't know. Uh, um, then it'll be 80. Okay. Because I forgot to write that down. I just know he gave me a pouch of gold. <laughs> as you guys head off towards uh, towards the the large, as Tegan and uh, Letty head off towards the large gray tent, you can that you can see off. You can see a large sign. You can already see it from where you're, from your standing. There's a, a sign that say donations. Uh, you as you head that way, and I'm guessing uh, Alexi and Sensei, you're gonna head towards the healer's tent. Uh, Sensei's not there anymore since it went back to the horses as directed. Did you actually leave when the half-elf spoke up? After Sensei responded, yeah. Okay, you need to say that, because you didn't. He threw the deuces. Yeah, I thought you stopped for a moment too, bud, but uh, it doesn't bother me. I'll head to the healers by myself. Okay, uh, Alexi's going off... Uh, Alexia's going back towards the healer's tent. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, Tegan, since you and Letty are going over to this donation sign, uh, you can see that there's a, a wooden box that that has a... that seems to be filled with coins. There's a... Uh, there's a large... Uh, a large opening in the far side of the tent. You can see that there are pots and several fires and stuff set up. They're dishing out food to several people. Uh, they're also passing, uh, rations to, to some other people, uh, just, just to, to everyone who comes through here. Um, they're mostly trying to make sure that the, the solid food that's made of, uh, the actual vegetables and meats, like, uh, stews and everything and bread, they're trying to make sure that that goes to the children while some of the other, uh, most of the older adults are, uh, eating rations, uh, you can definitely see that there. It seems that there is a, a bit of a struggle going on here for for some food. And within as unceremoniously as possible, Letty just tosses the bag of gold in the chest. Okay. She's like, "I did it." <laughs> y 
yes, you, thank you, Liddy. Yes, you, yes, you did. You have helped out. Um, so around this box, and there are people off to the side. Is there anybody like directly near the donation box? No. No. Okay. So, Letty, now that we have done that, let us go and get them some of our rations. And Tegan takes off his pack and uh, hands it to her. There should be plenty enough for you to pull out of here to add to the stews. And if you wouldn't mind in going around to the others that we see that seem to not have so much, give them what you would wish. Well, I'd feel bad for giving them all your food. Oh, no, don't worry about it. There will be more to come. The way you say that sort of scares me, Taken. <laughs> well, you you go do that, and uh, I'm going to go speak to the, I guess, the nearest person in one of the tents. Oh. You're the group of people. There are children here. Um... I know I said they were going to be for our food, but should I give them those bottles of milk we bought? Milk. That was from the magic cow, right? Yep. There's a real part of me that wants to say yes, but there's a part of me that wants to say no. Uh... Call it, Shay. Heads or tails? Uh, tails, baby! Alright. Um, no, I would like to save those for us, actually. Okay. Well, maybe if we get some, some time, if we do actually stick around for the evening, I could probably, like, hunt them a deer or something. There has to be animals around here something, somewhere. Yeah, depending on how tonight goes. And she she wanders off towards where the uh, where the the commissary area is. Uh, are you just tapping on any random stranger for their attention? Pretty much, or like walking into their circle and just kind of sitting down. Evens or odds? Let's go evens for this. Okay. As you uh, head towards the, the nearest group of people, there is a, there's a, a high elf, and he's surrounded by, like, four children. Uh, only one of these children is actually an elf. The, the other three are human. As, uh, as they're sitting there, he seems, to be, uh, he seems to be giving them little pieces of, uh, little bits of paint as they're, they're drawing. It seems like he's doing his best to keep them entertained. And they're sitting in the, the grass not too far from you. May I join y'all for some paintings? Uh, and he, he looks up at you and goes, Mmm, I don't know. What do we think, guys? And the children eyeball you for a second. And uh, the little boy goes, He has a sword. I think he's cool. <laughs> and uh, the... Uh, the elf scooches over so you can take a seat. Well, thank you for allowing me to join y'all. Sits down next to him. So, what are we drawing today? Our favorite animals. Word. 
And uh, the, the there's a little girl next to you, and she has pigtails, and she seems to be getting the paint everywhere but on the paper. But there is, like, a large splotch of blue paint on the paper that she seems to be smearing around with her fingers. So, I see you're doing something here. What, what, What's your favorite animal that you're drawing? Or painting, I should say. I'm drawing a fish! And this is just, like, a splotch on a paper, right? Yeah, she's trying to, like, sort of make out the shape, but she's, the more she smears it around, the worse it's getting. May I help you in drawing a fish? But you don't know what kind of fish I'm drawing. Can I draw you a fish that I know of? Okay. And at this point, Okay. My question is, what colors do we have to paint with? Like, do we have a full palette to work with, or we're doing, like, just kind of basic colors? There is, uh, there is a, a brown, uh, a light blue, a dark blue, a red, a sort of creamy white, and a black, and that's it. All the times for my marine knowledge to fail me. Um, Hagen draws uh, near the village on the village that was at the base of the mountain there was a like river kind of nearby so he draws one of the uh, I guess salmon that would be with it that had a bright red top with kind of a Dollar, like, grayish bottom. And same for the fins. Okay. Uh, so, oh, this is, there's not, like, a frickin'... Uh, yeah, roll me performance. Yes, but I can't fuck so much shit off my desk. Okay. You and uh, your art. <laughs> performance, 18. 18. Uh, yeah, you, you, you draw it pretty well. She is enamored as, as the, the rest of the children are sort of watching you draw. Uh, and, uh, the, uh, little girl goes, that's so pretty. I'm trying to draw a fish I saw, I saw by daddy's boat. Is your, your dad a fisherman? Mm, he was. Could, I guess, um, could you try to describe it a little bit more in detail for me to draw? Well, it was, and she's stretching her arms as much as possible. She's like, it was this big, and, and it's got really shiny blue and green scales. And, uh, she, as, as she's describing it, uh, it doesn't quite sound like a fish. As she's, she's like, the, no, the fins are very spiky, and it's got a big mouth with a lot of teeth. 
could I roll for history on this? Uh, it would be nature. Nature. Okay, I'm gonna roll to see what she's speaking of, and that's a nat twenty. Oh, you definitely know what this is. Uh, you're actually kind of curious. Uh how it is even possible that she is describing this so detailed as it is a, it's a type of sea monster that uh, the the elven world sort of like the elven word for it is sort of lost in translation but uh, it usually translates into uh, that which eats diamonds but a lot of people just call it a diamond shark One moment. And you've never you've seen this in one you've seen this in one of Kurt the Kurt's books before, but you've never actually seen one in person. And you're usually not supposed to. As they get incre ex extremely territorial and part of uh part of their uh, ability is is that while submerged, they are nearly invisible. Okay. This little girl has some problems, to say the least. Um, where did you, if you don't mind me asking, where did your dad run into this? Oh, it was by our house. But, I mean, our house isn't there anymore. But in... Is by Lightning Beach. That's where that's where Daddy used to fish. But you can't right. go on the beach anymore. Assuming that's because of the shark. Oh no, the the shark's a good the shark's a good boy. It's the the lightning. It used to be that the beach used to get struck by lightning when it would get really stormy. But now, it never stops. That's how we lost our house. Oh. Okay. So, not the shark, but the shark lived at near your house, but it was the lightning that took out your house instead. Mm-hmm. So, what happened with your dad? Well, I'm not supposed to talk about that. I understand, and I, if you don't want to, I won't press you on the matter. Well, it's not that I don't want to. I'm not supposed to. And that's fine. I respect that. And while Tegan keeps, starts to doodle a little bit more, uh, looks over at the uh, teacher... And, uh, so, from what I've heard, y'all have had some soldiers coming through this way. Yes? He seems a bit uncomfortable when you bring it up, and he goes, not this way, necessarily, but, yes, many of the refugees have had to put up with soldiers and guards coming from the noble nobility in the area. Well, I just heard that y'all have possibly been having some issues with supplies and having to give holds 
holds up his fingers, donations to them. Mm. Well, and he lowers his voice a little bit and says, to be honest, this area is split between the Freyan and the Trace family territories. The they have a bit of a truce going on, but they've been stealing resources from, from everyone who lives around here. Stealing as in taking from you? They say it's for the soldiers, but the Freyan family are were out incredibly outspoken against the war. And the Trace family are, well, greed is pol too polite of a word. I, I appreciate you. Um, do do you know anything more about these families that you'd be willing to share? Well, they... Considering your outfit and lack of knowledge about these families just in general, I assume that you're not really from around here, too, so you don't know. But they're... Two of the elven nobility families, they despise humans, and they generally conspire against the, the other nobility to usurp their territory. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. I, I honestly did not know. So, but um, I was just kind of asking because I was told you were having some issues with people taking supplies and um, me and, or my friend Liddy and I just kind of came over here and we wanted to just offer some donations. As, um, as you sort of look back at Letty, uh, she is basically taken over the kitchen area. Oh Lord. It's like overcooked, but she's over there just being like, it looks like she's fixing things. She's pushing people out of the way. She's seasoning the the food. She uh. she has turned into a, a little fantasy equivalent of Gordon Ramsay at the moment. Oh, she's yelling at people. She, I got you. In the politest <laughs> way possible, she is bullying them out of her way so she can cook. The good old would you kindly... Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, as you can see, my uh, smaller in stature companion over there, she's, uh, yeah, she, she's taking head. And uh, we did offer just some gold to kind of help you all out while we were just passing through. Well, we do appreciate it. Well, I, I appreciate you and sharing this information and then taking turns back over to the other the little girl and um i want to thank you for telling me of your family history and of this shark friend of yours hey, i have a question swing are you gonna go see mr fish It's not 100% on the game plan, 
but if by chance we did, what would you like for me to do? Will you be nice to him? I see no reason why I wouldn't. Well, you look like one of those monster hunters. I am prepared, in, in a sense, to fight certain things, but because of Tegan has a slight flashback to Sensei talking about not necessarily hunting the vampire, but giving judicial court and having a fair trial. You know, um, we, we will see how it goes, but I, I have no intentions of immediately hunting or hurting your shark friend. Okay. And she goes back to painting. Uh, meanwhile, as uh, and I'll circle back to you in just a second, Alexi. Uh, no. What? I said, all right. Okay, uh, Sensei, as you were leaving the, the camp, you could definitely still see these people not so stealthily following you. You're muted. <laughs> Mercer? Homie G Skillet? I didn't realize you were talking to me. I thought you were talking to them. I said sensei. Oh, I, my I gosh. Didn't even hear, I didn't even hear you say my name. I'm going to drop kick him into the sun. Do it. For a second, okay. I, uh, for a second, I was like, about to say, you make fun of Mao every time he falls asleep in session. If, you, if you're asleep in there, I'm going to karate chop you. <laughs> if anything, though, not to defend Mao. That kind of worked out last time. Yeah. Being caught off guard, you know? So. Yeah. I'll give that you that. Anyway, like I was saying, Sensei. <laughs> people, are, people are following Sensei, right? Yeah. You, they are not. You can see them. They are not so stealthily following you. That's fine. Sensei's still making uh, their way back to the uh, the stables. Uh, Slowly but surely. Yeah, they're still they're still behind you. Even when you, you get back to the, the stables. Uh when you when you get back to the to the cart, the, the horses are detached from the cart. The uh, Henry is is basically giving them a good brush down and cleaning them right now. Uh, Masuru is asleep in the back of the cart, and Haven is sitting there, sort of chipping away at the little amethyst. Uh, he's got a a little roll of tools set out in the the bottom of the cart next to him as he's sitting there with his legs crossed. He looks up as you as you come around the uh, around the other side of the stable. And uh, frowns and goes, where's everyone else? Uh, see, decided that the horse's well-being took priority. And since I was the most qualified, uh, he sent me back here to check on it. Okay. What's with it your was... new friends? Uh, well, uh, I have not made their acquaintance, but they did seem rather curious. Uh, not unsurprising. I am incredibly well made. Um, but they, uh, they did seem to follow me, uh, all the way here, but they, they have not introduced themselves as of yet. They're pretty shit at hiding. Do you want me to do something? Well, are they hostile? They have not ambushed me or attacked me. I 
Perhaps we could invite them over to assess their intentions. But other than that, I hadn't really considered their presence a nuisance. You know, you phrased that like it was a question for me, Sensei. You do realize there's a reason Alexi makes these decisions, right? Um, I was under the impression that Alexi was in charge of our outfit. That's true, too. What do you want to do, Sensei? He's not here, so... You decide. Um, well, uh, first priority is, of course, um, taking care of the horses and assessing their condition, as instructed. Uh, once I do that, I will consider what to do with the uh, interested parties that have followed me back here. And uh, Henry sort of speaks up from the other side of the horse as he sticks his head around and goes, I'm taking real good care of him, sir. Ah, young Henry. Uh I have no doubts, um, but if it's not too much of a trouble, uh, allow me to go ahead and inspect them just to be absolutely sure. Yep, go ahead. Alrighty. Uh, what would you like me to roll for that one? Animal handling. Uh, that's that's easy enough. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, it's a shit roll. Um, that'll be a seven total. As as you know, these were horses given to you by the uh, the castle stable hand, which means these are horses that are usually sent out with the knights. So they're they're definitely used to roughing it. But uh, the uh, they seem to be enjoying the special treatment. Young Henry, it seems that you've been doing a phenomenal job. The horses seem most pleased with your attentions. Well, I, I would hope so, sir. I, 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 I don't want to. I don't want to disappoint you guys after you were so nice to me. Ah, uh, yes, it is a most admirable trait to have integrity such as yours. I do hope that that work ethic stays with you into maturity. Um, now that I have assessed the horse's condition, please do continue to care for them. I must. Uh, address some interested parties that have uh, come to be following me. And uh, Henry actually like makes the mistake of turning and looking directly at some of them as they're, they're hiding off behind one of the other houses, not too far from you. And uh, they, they duck back behind the, the corner as, as he looks at them. And he looks back at sensei and goes, they're really bad at it, sir. does not believe that they've received any formal training in stealth tactics, but uh, all the same, I, I do not believe that there's any hostile intent at this time. Otherwise, there would have been many opportunities for them to ambush or attack me on my way to return here. I will uh, simply extend my hospitality and welcome to them and see if they take it. Okay. And, uh, Haven, Haven is jumping out of the back of the cart now. 
as it seems he's tucked the amethyst in his his little toolkit away and goes, "So how you how you want to go about this?" Uh, well, I haven't had the chance to really use this too terribly much, but I am going to. Uh, so Sensei is going to um towards the back of the cart. Uh, is going to set up the alms box, going to set up the uh, the sensor, get some incense going out of it, um, uh, place uh, some of the various holy symbols that Sensei has, um, just kind of hanging, um, and uh, basically make a, uh, a makeshift uh, little uh, street chapel. That's cute. As you set that up, uh, when you light the incense, you do see Masuru's nose and ear twitch. Uh, Then he just sort of curls up and goes back to sleep. Uh, (laughs) As uh, Haven sort of uh, does crinkle his nose a bit and goes, that's some strong smelling stuff. Indeed, it is meant to purify the vapors, as it were. Um, It is most relaxing. From what I understand, I, of course, cannot smell or uh, succumb to its effects, but um, it is it was most heavily recommended to me by a um, a, a fellow uh, cleric. Um, God, what was her name? Uh, why can't did I write it down? I would I can remind you this once. I will give. Okay. You, are you talking about Callista? Uh, the, uh, cleric of Helm back at the camp. Back at the war camp, back in session zero? Yes, that's Callista. Yeah, there it is. Okay. I knew, I knew who they were, I just couldn't remember the name. Um, so, uh, yeah, so says they'd be like, the, uh, a fellow, uh, a cleric of Helm, uh, Callista, um, she is most wise in in these applications that um, aren't always uh, by the uh, by the book. I think is is how she phrased it. She um, she's very less rigid and more creative with her application of uh, her religion. I don't know, it's just smelly stuff to me. Ah, well, it it does not cause you any discomfort, does it? Uh, then it's starting to give me a headache, but I'll just take a few steps back. Ah, okay. Well, you let me know if that becomes worse, and I will, of course, um, extinguish uh, the incense. As... Uh, Sorry, go ahead. So uh, as 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 Haven takes a couple steps back and uh, all that, Sensei will uh, finish the preparations by lighting a few candles, um, and uh, then turn in the general direction of where the 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 trackers, I guess, um, were trying to hide, um, and uh, very uh, loudly proclaim. Um, this one is Colonel Sensei of the Lamastian Army. This one has the function of providing spiritual guidance and counseling. Should any need healing, I also provide that service as well. 
please approach if you are in need of my aid. I am happy to assist. Okay. Uh, one second. Give me just a second. Oops, sorry. I was flipping through some pages real quick. Okay. Uh, really quick. Uh, evens or odds, tell me. Odds. Uh, as soon as you address them, they basically scramble over each other. One of them even falls into the dirt before they, they just turn around and start running away. Okay, well, Sensei will uh, look around and see if anybody else is interested. <laughs> uh, a few people uh, who, a few people across the road, like I said, this is basically just a, it's, it hardly even qualifies as a farm town. Uh, mm -hmm. Some of them do come over. There's about maybe four or five people that are, that, that are showing interest. Uh, they're, uh, they're, they're, they're very fascinated by this and, uh, Haven just sort of laughs and goes, what do you know? It actually worked. This one is unsure of uh, what would qualify as success in this situation, but uh, as there are those that seem to be in need, this one will provide aid as it functions demand, and... Uh, this one will be most, oh God, what's the word? Um, most productive. Um, so Sensei will uh, one by one just kind of uh, start addressing the people that are coming up, asking them what they, what they need, what they require. Um, if any of them try to ask how much it costs, Sensei is going to turn away all payment and uh, simply state that um, while treatment and aid are free, um, any donations would, of course, go into the alms box for those who are less fortunate, so that sense they may be able to uh, donate that money um, when it is needed. Uh, the, uh, the, the first uh, couple of them just seem to be uh, excited to, to see you. Uh, very it's very obvious that they, they they've never seen the war forged uh the uh one one man uh goes i'm i'm glad they found another use for use for you uh, after uh all that fighting i never thought we'd get to see one of you this this far into lamastas and uh another next room goes and yeah and they even let let him bring a paladin as they sort of motion over to Haven, who is standing off to the side. Uh, <laughs> this is great. They're, uh, they're seem to be enamored with, uh, just, just you being there. Uh, they do ask for blessings, uh, and they, they drop a, a few silvers in into the box. It's only, Ooh. it's, it's only the, uh, the, the fifth one. So you, there's about seven silver in the box right now. Uh, it's only the fifth one uh, that seems to be sort of idling in the background a bit. She's she's got a bit of a shawl wrapped around uh, her head, and she seems to be holding her arm like relatively close to her body. Mm -hmm. 
as uh, she waits for, like, the, she seems to be waiting for the group of them to kind of get out of the way. But she mm. looks like she doesn't want to be rude. Okay. Uh, well, um, Sensei will, of course, continue to take care of anybody. But uh, if the people who need aid have thinned out and everybody else is just kind of socially kind of exclaiming over Sensei and Haven, yeah. uh, Sensei will go ahead and uh, kind of speak up. Okay. While your interest in me is most appreciated, as I am quite proud of my creator's skill in their manufacture of me, um, this one would like to make sure that there are no others that are needing aid at the moment before uh, engaging in social interactions. Um, is there anybody else who would require aid? They have only to ask. Uh, as they sort of, they, they all start exchanging looks at, as they, they go back and back and forth going, no, I'm, I'm fine. Uh, the, the, uh, the woman looks as if she's about to say something and, uh, one of the guys goes, we're, we're all fine. We're just, we're just happy to, happy to see you. We're sorry. We, we were, we were curious. Are we in the way? Uh, perhaps... Uh, for now, um, but I, I will be here for some time. Um, if you will give me a few moments to allow others to approach, uh, they may be uh, needing privacy for me to be able to attend to their needs. I've often found that there are some individuals that do not wish for their maladies or troubles to be known to the general public. Um, while I am not able to offer a full confessional. Um, I am able to offer at least some small comforts here. Um, perhaps we can speak further later. I would be most uh, agreeable to answering any of your questions and engaging with you all. I am uh, also curious as to um, why you all have not seen more of my kind this far in, and I, I would like to ask you more about that, um, but in, in a little while. And Haven speaks up uh, definitely more a more coarse tone than the one that the one that you spoke in. As he goes, uh, if you don't need healing and and you're done getting blessings, then move out of the way. There's other people who need help. Scram. <laughs> And as they all look at him, the uh, glare that settled into his face sort of makes him go, "Oh yeah, we're we're sorry, we're sorry to be in the way. Um, we'll we'll catch you later." As uh, several of them walk off, and a few of them go inside the tavern, as uh, the the woman looks like she's about to think twice and is about to turn and walk away, Haven uh, starts again, as he shouts after, "Lady, get over here." As she she turns and looks around as if maybe he's speaking to someone else before she starts walking closer, as uh, she very softly says, oh, I, "I'm I'm sorry. I just I, I didn't want to cause any trouble." Please, it is no trouble at all. You seem to be favoring your arm there. Are you injured? Uh, well, it's I I like I said I I don't want to be any trouble. And Haven actually moves from where he's standing. 
and uh, circles around her other side as she pulls her arm from where she's been hiding it against her uh, against her side. And as her sleeve goes up, you're beginning to see that the skin on her hand is blackened from the tip of her finger to her elbow. And it takes you, with your calculations, half a second to see that she's suffering from frostbite. Okay. Um, Young lady, may I inquire as to your name? Oh, it's, it's Beth. Beth. As I am programmed, I understand that this area has rather temperate seasons, but your injury appears to be frostbite, which typically presents itself when exposed to very cold climates or uh, magical ice um, or freezing temperatures of that nature. Perhaps you could describe how this malady came to afflict you so. Oh, well, well, I don't want to, I don't want to cause any trouble. It, it's no big deal. I just thought if I could get it fixed and I'd, I'd head back home. And, uh, Haven actually stops when she turns as he takes a step, a half step in her way and goes, no, take a seat on the cart. And he looks over it at, at you, Sensei. You should head back to that camp and get Alexi and the rest. Um, this one will most happily do so, but first, this one will attempt to treat the injury. I would not do that just yet. This one is most confused. It is obviously causing young Beth here's pain and discomfort. I understand that, but I kind of want Alexi to see it. And he leans in, lowering his voice, and says... That wound was caused by wild magic. Ah. Well, um... This one is happy to go and get Alexi. This one is finding a, a conflict, however. This one is programmed, of course, to aid and assist readily to delay treatment. This this one is not okay with that. Uh, this this one would very much so like to offer aid. Do Any further actions this one feels could be taken afterwards, why must this one stop performing its duties? Because that arm is likely something you're not going to be able to fix, Sensei. And with that wound, think about it. There's a refugee camp not far from here with a miraculous healer. Why didn't she go to them instead of you? Do you mean why didn't she? Yes. Okay. Did I not say that? Fuck. No, you said the opposite. <laughs> um, this one had not considered that. This one is that—that that is an interesting question that this one does not have an answer to. 
you heal her, she vanishes, we have we can't ask any questions. Hmm. Besides, you're either going to you're either going to waste all of your your time and effort trying to heal something we're probably going to have to cut off. This one has had some success when it comes to uh, even limbs that are on the the verge of being amputated. Um, the divinity engine installed in this one is is quite potent. Um, this one is most confident in its abilities because of its confidence in, in, in its creator. Um, but this one... Do you want to stay the, here? Do you want to stay here and watch her and I'll go get them? There... Your previous logic was quite sound in that that would probably be an unwise decision. Um, this one has not posed this query to you in the past, but it does seem pressing now. You, you have made mention that you would be able to, while it would be somewhat unpleasant, you would be able to heal wounds with your own power. Would you be able to at least provide some comfort and keep her stable while I go and seek assistance? He sort of shifts and goes, do you really want me to do that? If you were able to do so in such a way that it would not otherwise compromise you, um, it's simply that there may be methods that we could use that may be non-magical as well. It's just, it goes against this one's program to just not do anything. Uh, even if it means to go and seek assistance first, this one would like to at least have something um, done here. Uh, and since it's going to start uh, pulling out the uh, the medicinal herbs that, that he has. And uh, he, he, he frowns for a moment before going, yeah, well... We have the cover-up on the cart, so it's not like anyone will see me. And... Theoretically... If... I... Share... Something with her that most people don't know, she might... Open up about where she got that wound. And you can see that he's straining to put this together as he as he's uncomfortable by the idea. Um, this one has found that uh, often to be able to counsel another, it does take some honesty on the part of the counselor. Um, that said, I do have uh, some um, medicinal aids that, with the catalyst of magical energies, may be able to help 
with at the at the bare minimum with the stabilization you would not require my presence in order to do more um i could show you how to utilize uh these herbs um and then you would be able to take it from there if you are agreeable just tell me what i need to know and we'll we'll get her settled for the time being besides it's i don't think we'll be able to do anything about it until the wild magic in the wound is dealt with and okay I'm, I'm not going to be able to do that out in the open either okay so um sensei is going to make a poultice of uh four uh different herbs uh kelvin terry uh lumspar turbis and winklemet um that will help with the uh the burning sensation the nerve damage and allow the uh the muscles in the skin to be able to uh heal okay um it will at least get the process started and uh soothe some of the pain and uh as as you guys are applying it uh she does very softly whisper you guys were uh whispering for a while i'm not in trouble am i uh, this one does not believe that you are in any trouble, uh, not any that would fall under this one's authority to met out justice for. Uh, this one simply wants to make sure that in the process of aiding and caring for you, that we would be able to come to the conclusion um, that would most readily help you. Um, Good Haven here uh, is of the opinion that my abilities may not be sufficient to fully cure your ailment. Um, while I can offer some remedy for now, um, it was Haven's suggestion that I go and I seek assistance from other members of my party. Uh, this one wanted to make sure that I offered what aid I could to stabilize your condition and provide you some comfort while I go and do so. This is the the crux of, of what we were discussing. I, I do apologize if I made you feel uncomfortable by discussing it privately with Haven. We did not want to distress you. Oh, no, I, I'm not distressed at all. I was just, I don't know anything about this. I just thought maybe I'd done something wrong. N not at all. Um, this one is most pleased that you have come to this one for aid. It is this one's purpose to be able to provide it, and this one feels a great deal of satisfaction being able to fulfill that duty. Um, if you'll excuse uh, me, I will go and seek my party and uh, with the intention of coming back with assistance to fully uh, cure your ailment and that way you will be able to go on your way and enjoy your life once more. As you, uh, as you depart, uh, as you, you leave, you, you do see Haven climbing the back of the cart with her. Uh, while you are making your way back, uh, we are now going to switch over to Alexi. Yay. As, uh, as you headed back to, as you, uh, headed to the back of the, the camp, you could see this tent. Um, there 
it's it's a cream colored tent. It's it's incredibly nondescript, but it's one of the the bigger tents of of the 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 ones you've seen so far. Uh, as you uh, as you get to it, uh, there is one guy that's sort of uh, human man, blonde beard, uh, sitting out in front of the tent with a spear. He sort of looks at you and goes, "You need healing." No, sir. I was just here to pay my respects to the healer. Uh, he narrows his eyes at you and goes, Okay, don't cause any trouble. I wouldn't dream of it, sir. And as you step into the tent, there is a, uh, a man wearing a hood. You can see long, uh, bits of silverish gray hair hanging out from under the hood and he's dressed w rather simply these are these are definitely not not expensive or they're they're quite clean compared to most of the people's clothes in this in this refugee camp but he's definitely dressed rather modestly as he turns to you and goes is there anything i can help you with No, sir. I was just here paying respects to the healer that's been helping out these refuge refugees. Well, they've helped me just as much. You are strange. Do I know you from somewhere? I actually wouldn't think you uh, wouldn't think you would. I am an adventurer. I'm just an adventurer. No mere adventurer would be as as he sort of trails off for a second and goes, No, it's none of my business. Well, you came to pay your respects to the healer, I am he. My name is Caltaine. Caltaine. As I now have to spell. I love having to spell this shit. <laughs> Spells out Captain. Oh, that's weird. Uh, Alright. Captain. Uh, he still has the, ho uh, the hood over his face and all that stuff? Yep. I walk over to shake his. I walk over to shake his hand, and I, I say, "Caltain, that's that's a strange name. Where are you from?" Would you believe me if I said outside of Aeon? I mean, that really wouldn't surprise me that much either. As you hold your hand out, uh, he shakes it and sort of stops as he rotates your hand. And he goes, strange marking. He says strange marking? Yes, he did. <laughs> if I'm correct, nobody else can see those. No, no, no normal person can see those, correct? Uh, that nope. is from my understanding. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was about to make sure about. That was established a few episodes ago. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was like, wait a second, hold up. Or reestablish because of my stupidity. That's really weird that you can see see that marking. I don't see why not. It's right there, clear as day. Was I not hmm. supposed to? Well, I'm not really trying to hide it or anything like that. Well, if there's anything I can do for you, please feel free to let me know. The people around here do have it do have it incredibly rough. I've been doing the best that I can, but I don't know how much longer I'll be around. Yes, I, I completely understand. The life of a cleric is, is a busy one. I never said I was a cleric. You know what? You really didn't. And I never caught your name. My name? My name is Alexi. Well, Alexi, it is nice to meet you. Very nice to meet you, too. I heard that you had some trouble with one of the refugees at the front of the camp. I do apologize. They are overprotective. Not a problem at all. I'm used to it. I'm used to it by now. I have a question. And what question might that be? What do you think about the law of wild magic? The law of wild magic? Yes, this Lamastian law against anything and everything from the Wilder. I think wild magic is something that shouldn't be taken lightly. But also, I do think that is a little bit, uh, we have a little bit too strict of laws on it. But yet again, People do fear things that they don't really know the full understanding of. I guess I do agree with that. What I could never agree with is the thoughtless sentencing of anyone to be gifted wild magic to a, a tiny little island where they are forced to live out their lives in a condition unbeknownst to their families and friends. I can add to agree that that could be something, uh, something very harsh as well. If you were to learn something 
about the Wilder's grave. What would you do about it? I have a question for you now. Ask away. Why is it so important that you, uh, you want to know my opinion of wild magic? It seems fitting, considering the current, the current state of Lamastus. But it was mostly curiosity. And as he waves his hand, you can see a sort of shimmer of green and blue energy around you. As, uh, you can see him smile under, under his hood and go, you are positively surrounded by the stuff. <laughs> you are no what you are no wilder mage, and yet you have been touched by wild magic. Out of care, out of character, I've been touched by a lot of ty types of magic recently. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's been a, it's been a grand old time for Alexei. <laughs> oh man, uh, that is true. I have seen a lot of wild magic recently. The current state of the world, as I said, is something that I am interested in. The amount of wild magic in Aeon hasn't been this high in almost 2,000 years. And if things were to change, I can't say I would object. For better or for worse, something has to change. I do agree with that. As he... sort of pauses, he pauses for a long time, and then uh, looks to the the entryway of the tent. You can see there are a few people that are lingering, sort mm -hmm. of just waiting outside. You draw a lot of attention. Yeah, I get that a lot. Well, that's good. People who draw a lot of attention have the capacity to make changes happen. And, uh... Before, uh, before either of you has a chance to say something, uh, a small child comes running into the tent, just past the adults, crying as he's holding his arm, and his elbow's bleeding. And he's through his sniffles. He goes, Cal, Cal, I hurt my elbow. And the, the man kneels down in front of him. 
and for the first time, he removes his hood. And he's got a, a soft face and violet eyes as he hushes the child and takes hold of his arm. And as you see magic sort of surround the wound and begin healing it, suddenly a halo appears around his head. That's not normal. Um, religion check on that? Go ahead. Okay, that's going to be a 23. It is beginning to dawn on you why he asked questions about wild magic. There is one particular group of Azamar that know just about everything about the Wilder, and those are currently on the island of Lemaz as the guards and wardens for the Wilder's grave. Oh, damn. And that's it. And that's what he is. You're the, you're getting the suspicion. Okay. But they don't usually leave Lemaz unless they've found evidence of wild magic, and usually they show up in in a, a, a in guard like guarded. They're in armor and stuff. They are, this they are dressed for a fight, but he is not. Alright, and I'm thinking all this while he's still uh, helping the child out, correct? Yeah, as uh, as the the wound heals and uh, the child's still sniffling, he reaches up and wipes the, the little boy's tears away and he goes, See, it's all better. There's no reason to cry so much. Go on, go back outside and play. As he shoes the, the, the little boy away. As you can see, I will be plenty busy, so if there's nothing further, I would like to get back to it. I'm sorry to be intruding on you. You have a wonderful day. It's no intrusion. It was definitely an interesting encounter. Alright, now I'll walk out of the tent. As you do, the uh, crowd of people just sort of scatter like they weren't just spying on you and you didn't just look directly at them. Hmm. And, uh... I per- yeah, I proceed to keep going, keep going forward. As you as you walk out, and uh, you can see uh, as you are walking through the refugee camp, you you can definitely see these people are doing their best with what they have. Uh, many many of them are sort of sharing blankets, not even in the best of states. 
when you walk past the large, uh, the the dark gray tent, you could see Tegan sitting in the grass. Uh, he's got a a little paint handprint on his on his face now, as uh, one of the children have most definitely stuck their hands in his face, and uh, Luddy is basically reorganizing their 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 cooking space. As uh, she stops and she looks at you and she goes, Oh, Alexi! And she points back to one of the other refugees and goes, Keep stirring that every couple of minutes. And then she comes running over to you. Uh, you seem to be enjoying yourself, Letty. Well, I, I don't know if I would call it enjoying, but I do know about preserving food. And they were doing it all wrong. The way that they were, they would have run out of food so quickly had they not stepped in. Well, aren't they lucky to ha have you here? Well, thank you. And she smiles. Though Tegan was just painting the whole time with the little kids. As she turns and cups her hands around her mouth and shouts, Tegan! As he's painting, looks up. Yes. Over in her direction. We probably have to go. It's gonna get dark. Okay. One moment, if you don't mind. And he hands the last drawing that he was working on from the little girl back to her. And, and uh, she very happily just is bouncing with it as she hugs your as she hugs you. Tegan's like tense from it, but. You are most welcome. As she goes uh, running off to show the other children, uh, giving you a chance to to just a moment as the, the elf stands up at the same time as you, their teacher, and he holds out a hand and he goes, thank you for doing that. You are most welcome. And in the process of them holding hands, um, he slides two coins between, or two gold coins between their fingers. Uh, he seems stunned for a moment and then smiles and goes, thank you. You're most welcome. I'm coming, Liddy. As she's standing there with it, with her hands on her hips, as she just sort of pouts when you walk over and goes, you could have helped me make food and you were painting with little kids the whole time. That is so unfair. I can see where you're coming from, but at the same time, we were here to ask about some soldiers that were coming through. Were you able to find any information? I did, but also didn't. Uh, and she looks around, she, and she lowers her voice and goes, I think we should talk about it back at the cart, because I will have to use my you know, so that I can... And she makes a little motion with uh, with her hand, like she's walking, so I can track them. Sounds good. So let us start going back towards the cart, and we'll meet up with Alexi and go from there. Yeah, as uh, Alexi, you're just watching this happen. Yeah, 100% I'm watching this happen. 
not saying I'm aware of you being over there. As you, as you turn and look and just see Alexi waiting for you. Oh. Speaking of. Howdy, friend. Waving. How did it go with the healer? Looks like the healer is an SMR. Uh, Letty sort of... Letty just looks at you a little confused and goes, I'm sorry, what was that word? Oh, no. Fuck you, Gaia. We'll talk about it later when we're all back together, Letty. Okay. And, uh, she just, like, shrugs. As you guys are leaving the camp, uh, shortly after you come back around the, the front of the, the, the rock pathway in the hill, you run right into Sensei. So, does Sensei see Alexi first, or, like, how does this little... Well, it's a work? mutual site, guys. <laughs> just just okay. converse. Ah, Alexi. Good. I have returned, um, and I require aid. Seems to be the problem, Sensei. There is a young lady by the name of Beth who is back by the stables. Um, she requires medical attention. Haven believed that it would be likely beyond my capabilities, though I do disagree um, to provide such aid in its entirety. Um, Haven also stated that there were some merits to investigating uh, first before fully healing the young lady, which I disagree with, as I believe that there should be no delay in the healing. However, we were able to reach a compromise, and Haven is providing first aid uh, at this time with a poultice that I have created specifically for the young lady to take care of her malady. Um, uh, that all that I do require. Letty snorts when you said when you mentioned Haven giving first aid. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that that all said, um, this one requires uh, that we return uh, to the cart. Uh, Haven did, however, suggest that th there may be those who are capable of healing here in the camp, um, but that the young lady did not seek them out. Um, this may indicate that there is some reason as to why she would choose to suffer as opposed to seeking their aid. Um, this one is unsure of why that might be, but Haven found it to be a most convincing piece of information as to why they advised me to come and find you. Hmm. All right, then let's head back. Then let's head back, then. And Letty, actually, as you guys start walking back, she... She she asks Sensei, "Wait, but were they like super injured? What was what's even wrong with her?" Ah, she appears to be suffering from very severe frostbite that has traveled up her arm. I have 
not seen uh, such an injury as frostbite is usually restricted to colder climates or magical ice or freezing. Um, she was not forthcoming about the cause of the injury, and I am not programmed to delve further without cause, so I have let it be for now in order to prioritize her treatment. Okay, I am a little confused then, because it is kind of a warm day. Um, Indeed. I agree, Letty. This one was most confused as well. It was the most unusual injury to see, considering the time of year and the current weather conditions. As uh, the group of you head back to the stables, did you have any questions you wanted to ask Sensei before you got back? No, but um, on the way back. Um, so, Lexi, I was able to find out some information about the soldiers. And it seems that they came from two nearby families of the Freyan and Trace. Does that ring any bells for you? I'll do a history check to make sure. Yes, go ahead. That's at eighteen. Eighteen. I mean, you've already met Lord Fran, uh, or at least uh, you've met Dietrich Fran, uh, the current heir to the Fran family, as uh, Haven broke his nose during that garden party. Wait, that was that guy? Yeah, and he's also the guy that if you guys that that uh his cousin was in was the uh was left in command of the scouting party for uh for Duran the uh the innkeeper's son's uh scouting group. So that's that's the Freyan family. The Trace family is another Elven family who basically uh, they they say that they're helping small businesses, but they're basically they basically just purchase and usurp uh, anything they can in, into being uh, a large monopoly in their area. Uh, they basically take a huge cut from every person in their territory, even despite the Council of Commerce coming down on them. They've uh, they also see they've also rumored to be running a black market, but they've never been caught. And they very much despise the other human families. All right. That's going to be a fun moment for me. <laughs> but yeah, that's what we found out about them as to what was going on with the soldiers. <laughs> and Letty adds, and I got something just as good. When I was giving people food, apparently one of, one of the refugees had a pet dog, and the, uh, don't ask me what happened to the doggy, but um, he bit one of the soldiers, and out of her pocket she pulls uh, what seems to be a bloody piece of cloth. I have something I can use to track him. 
you know, if you guys are okay with me using my... And she whispers, spider form. <laughs> Not a problem, buddy. I actually will... Uh, we can actually do something with that. Well, I mean, I'm very bad at the combat part, but I'm very good at the tracking part, so I can do something. Sensei, having no context for any of this, uh, hears that part and uh, chimes in. Uh, this one would disagree. This one has a strong recollection that you managed to defend our cobalt friends that uh, at the junkyard uh, most adequately. Um, this one would not advise you to uh, cast dispersions on yourself. You are most capable in combat. I mean, thank you, but I was scared the whole time that happened. This one has found that most people that engage in combat are afraid, as mortality is a very real and scary thing for them. Do you get scared, Sensei? This one has no concept of mortality. This one does not become afraid. Uh, this one is, however, recontemplating the concept as this one has decided it would like to continue to exist and learn, uh, even in the face of adversity. Um, Haven and Healer had brought this up and this one had been giving it quite a bit of thought this one would if ordered most likely seek to resist the order to be decommissioned well that's good i don't want you going anywhere anytime soon unless you're going on like a vacation because that would be okay this one does not receive allotments for vacation from the Lamastus military. Uh, this one does not have a need for rest. Um, but the vacations are not only for rest. They are also to have fun. And you guys are back at the stable when she's saying this. <laughs> this one will uh, speak with you in further detail about the vacations and fun and it is a most intriguing concept alongside birthday parties I, I, I will seek your guidance in that matter um good haven uh, we have returned uh, i have brought the rest of the party with me um as how you, fares young beth as you pull the, the the cover to the the or the at least the the back of the cart aside uh, so you can look in the cart. He is definitely no longer disguised. As he's sitting there, uh, one foot is wedged against the... Uh, it's it's outward wedged against the, the, the seat on the opposite side of the cart, sort of blocking Beth's path out of the cart as... Uh, his as he's holding her arm in one uh holding her by her her damaged wrist in one hand delicately as you can see little streams of green magical energy sort of leaving the wounds and g going into his hand as he looks up up at you guys and goes uh i'm almost done alexi come here and look at this all right i head over to haven like you're good at this magic shit what sort of thing could cause this kind of wound? 
um, Arcana check on the Alun? Go ahead. <laughs> Holy crap, that's not 20. There is, uh, as the, as you can get a closer look at it, you could see the frostbite, uh, up to up to where it's her elbow, but like within the the jagged pieces of the of the skin where it's been been uh, solidified, you can see um, six sort of uh, curved uh, paths of teeth marks, almost as if this had a sort of tried jaw as it opened and it sort of flowered outward. Uh, You've heard of a few creatures that could do this, but every single one of them are theoretical. They are they are storybook creatures. All right, and as, as I see that, uh, as I see that, I asked Liddy, uh, "Excuse me, ma'am, what creature did this to you?" You said you asked Liddy, or you asked Beth. <laughs> No, oh, I asked the lady, I said. Oh, okay. The <laughs> lady. Uh-huh. Uh, I heard Letty, not yeah. to back up Shay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. Like, he would never willingly side with me, guys. <laughs> Anywho, as you ask that, she sort of jolts and goes, Oh, uh, it's it's no big deal. Um, it, it's, it's, not like, it's not like it did it on purpose. Uh, she's she's looking down like she's trying to avoid your 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 stare. Ma'am, if this if the, if a creature did this to you, it could do this to other people. Well, I mean, of course he could do it to other people, but it's it's not like he he bit me on purpose. I, like I said, I didn't want to cause a big deal. I just the 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 metal man said that there was free healing, and you know what? I should go. And you can see uh, Haven sort of move his leg over. Um, well, Sensei's kind of standing right at the end of the uh, the cart. Um. So Sensei is going to go ahead and uh, hold up a hand in front of Beth. This one apologizes. Um, good Alexi is only trying to assess the safety of the situation. The healing, of course, is without cost. And if you do not feel comfortable sharing any information, you are not required to. Um, this one would be most pleased if you would stay and allow us to finish treating the wound and and then we of course will not pry further roll me persuasion alrighty oh that's actually not that bad um with my plus two persuasion that'll be an 18 <laughs> no you're not right as she looks between the group of you and uh, sort of just a bit flustered, like she's weighing her options, she sits down and goes, well, now you're making me feel bad for not telling you. And Haven's just like, 
that's a normal reaction that normal people have, right? I'm not misjudging this. Somewhat. Well, it it happened a little while ago that we we didn't we don't use that <laughs> that that area anymore, and it's just a little past the tree line. I was just looking, I was just foraging for some some berries, some mushrooms. I like to feed them to the animals, and there it, it was. He's a I don't I don't know what he is, but he's just a, a big old creature and. And I know you said that he can hurt other people, and yes, he has hurt other people, but those were bad people. And the only reason he bit me is he was pulling me to safety, and I I just don't want someone to, to just happen upon him and hurt him. This one has some programming in regards to wild creatures. It is often a risk when attempting to domesticate or establish friendly relations with these creatures that one does have the uh, the chance of becoming injured uh, inadvertently and uh, without any malice. Often these creatures can cause injuries while being afraid or while trying to conduct other tasks but are unable to do so in the more conventional ways as we are used to. Um, I do not believe there's any untrue statements in this uh, young lady's um, testimony. Is Haven done with the uh, with his part of things? Oh yeah, he's done. Uh, Sensei will go ahead and uh, gesture for uh, Beth to uh, uh, go ahead and extend her her arm towards Sensei then? Uh, She does, and uh, as she's sitting there and she looks at Alexa and goes, I I can show you where I found him if you guys promise me that you won't just immediately start trying to hurt him. Asking us not to hurt these creatures whenever they were already hurt to begin with. But alright, sure. This is all out of character. Yeah, no, I figured. Uh, Sensei's going to be casting Lesser Restoration and uh, Cure Wounds to uh, to knit the flesh. And hope, hopefully uh, any like stat damage that, that's done to it from the Frostbite is, is healed as well. While you are while you are casting this spell, roll me a medicine check. Oh, sure. That is something I am actually very good at. And that's a good roll. That's gonna be a twenty-six. Rolled a nineteen on that one. Yeah, you managed to get the majority of it healed. Uh she's uh she's sort of looking like she's having some trouble moving her fingers. But you looks like you're not gonna have to cut the arm off. Okay. And um, so Sensei is going after getting everything as good as they can with the magic. Uh, Sensei is going to go ahead and um, take the remnants of the poultice um, and uh, 
let it soak into uh, a few bandages and then wrap them in, in wax paper and hand them to her. Um, these bandages, um, while the topical part of your skin is, is no longer damaged, the medicine that has been soaked into these bandages will help aid your nerves to regrow naturally and for you to regain the function of your arm. Um, please make sure to wrap your arm in these, leave the wraps on for 12 hours at a time. So from sun up to sundown and, uh, then take them off and wash the area with warm water if possible, and then do the same for the next day. Um, it will help, uh, aid, uh, your recovery. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. As she's uh, stepping out of the back of the cart, and uh, Haven sort of replaces the the illusion of the ha the half elf as he follows her, and uh, as he steps out of the cart, uh, Haven does look at Tegan now and goes, "Why do you have paint on your face?" <laughs> this one is also curious. Uh, Tegan, are you uh, taking part in some new ritual? There's a it's a tiny handprint. Did you were you slapped by a halfling? Uh, not a halfling, but somebody similar of size. It was a little girl, and I was helping her out and doing some paintings. And Letty just immediately goes, Haven, you do know there's a difference between a halfling's handprint and a child's handprint, right? And he just turns and starts walking away. Good, good Haven. Are are you not coming with us to investigate the creatures? As he's looking around, uh, he goes, "Yeah, I'm just making sure we're not being followed again." Oh, that 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 does remind me, Alexi. Uh, this one does have to report a, while not hostile or threatening. Uh, this one was followed back here by some unidentified individuals who did not avail themselves of my counseling or healing aids. Um, this one was most confused as to why they followed uh, me back here, but um, they did not cause any harm as far as this one is aware. If we're being watch, we got to make sure to be more on guard then. Uh, as as Beth starts walking, and she's uh, the way she's taking it was definitely the way you guys would end up going. Uh, just uh, a bit. Uh, it's just a, a bit more. It's it's a bit more northwest than than the direction you would be taking the cart. She does veer off a bit, and you do see a farmhouse, and you're seeing the, the tree line that she must have mentioned. After uh, a little while of walking, it is a little shocking how close to town this is. Um, and uh, as you guys enter this tree line, there's definitely a sense I wouldn't notice, but the rest of you would, is there's a, a brisk chill in the air. Um as you guys get further, you're seeing uh, a clearing up ahead and piles of some white substance. 
as you get further into the clearing, you're beginning to realize that the, these are little piles of snow. As uh, when you get into the, the clearing, Beth does not wait. I don't know if you guys follow her, but she walks further into the clearing. Um, there are definitely, I want to say about maybe two or three dead bodies that you can see amongst the piles of snow that seem to be frozen solid. Uh, as she uh, looks around, uh, she very, very softly but loudly says, Boy, are you there? It's alright, it's just me. And almost in a shimmer, you can see on one of the, one of the piles of snow as it steps down and it sort of had blended in a long, it's got a long body, almost like a cat-like body, but it's most definitely some sort of lizard. It's got a long, t a long tail with a bladed end, and uh, it's sharp, scaly face, as it, whereas the rest of its body looks like it's covered in smooth scaled. The little scales on its face are a little, are jagged, and it's got crystal blue cat-like eyes and you're beginning to see where this bite mark came from as uh as it the way its mouth is it's got a split down it down the center of its chin as it sort of makes a guttural noise and you can see its mouth open a little bit as the the mouth does open with a uh, split jawline as uh it heckles a little bit and stumbles out of the snow towards her and actually bows its head to uh, let her touch it. And after a soft, after a single moment as she's touched it for less than a second, it turns and looks your direction and begins growling. Um, so Sensei um, will hold their hands up to show that they're empty. Um, and then, uh, uh, go ahead and, uh, take a knee, um, and, uh, cast, uh, well, I mean, it's kind of hard to tell, but, uh, Sensei will basically direct their eyes to kind of lower them a little bit. Um, while doing so, Sensei's going to address everybody else. When dealing with wild creatures in their environment, it is often a good idea to not uh, appear to be aggressive or threatening. Uh, this one would not advise to look it directly in the eyes or to remain standing as it may view you as uh, challenging it, it in, within its own domain. Tegan is standing there with his hand, or his right hand, like, itching to the side, wanting to draw his blade. You mean the blade that you don't have? I can summon it wherever I want, boyo. It <laughs> comes tearing through the fucking cover over the cart and just swinging through the air. But, with what... Damn it, Tegan, we need to fix that! <laughs> But could you, with, could with, you imagine he's just pulling a Thor as it crashes into everything on its way to him? 
but with what sensei said he i i kneel but at the same time like not looking straight at eyes but just slightly lower and prep for something how about the other three uh letty is sort of she takes a she letty takes a cautious step back and then when you say that she very slowly lowers herself and goes, you know, I kind of think that maybe I should turn into a spider right about now, but okay. And Haven sort of frowns, looks at, just glances back at, at his claymore, and then grumbles and does what you say. I'll follow suit. And uh, the the growling seems to stop as it perks up a little bit, and Beth gives it a little pet on the neck and goes, "See, they're they're not here to hurt you, buddy." And literally, just as it seems like it's about to get comfortable, suddenly a crossbow bolt comes out of the tr- the back tree line and nails it in the shoulder. Oh, come on! And it begins shrieking as several armed men come out of the trees and shout, Deal with anyone who gets in your ways! I want that creature alive! And that's where we're stopping for the night. Uh... Looks okay, I'm gonna kill a whole bunch of people. Oh, it's gonna be great. And that is when the sword appears, and let's go, boys. (laughs) 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 <laughs> Sensei is down two spell slots and is not armed. Only has only has their shield. Correct, so. me Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't you have the hammers? Yes, but the, everyone left their weapons in the cart. Well, I mean, except for Haven, who stayed in the cart. Yeah. Well, well, Sensei hammers, never picked it back up. Yeah. Well, the I don't need are... weapons. Yeah, they're and not. It's, it's they're not, not as summoning if... enchantments. They're returning enchantments. Yeah. Yeah, you could pull no. them towards you, right? No. A returning enchantment means you throw and it comes back. Not a summoning enchantment. Summoning enchantment's different. Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, Letty, it's not like Letty needed her short sword. <laughs> like, she has magic and she can turn into a giant spider. Anywho, yeah, that's what we're stopping for tonight. Um, I'll probably have some creative way to cue Masuru into the combat uh, ne- next session. Any, uh, thank you all for joining us. Once again, we're going to be at Central Texas Comic Con at the end of April. Please do come see us, and then we'll be at Anime Houston and Anime Dallas running our My Hero Academia events. We love everyone coming uh, coming to play those. Uh, also, do, do let us know... Uh, like hit us up on 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 Twitter or whatever if you have questions about the campaign. I we will have a Q and A episode again soon. And um, am I missing anything, guys? What's the uh, Twitter nope. tag? In case people don't know it. What's what? What's the Twitter tag? In case people don't know it. It's at Super Amigo Squad. There you go, guys. Boom. Yep. Thank you for well, reminding me. I sort of just spaced on that. Uh, yeah, I will also put it in the description if you guys think I should. I will put it in the description as well in case you guys want to go to it. Uh, and 
Uh, of course, you know, stay hydrated, and Jess isn't here, so remember to take your prescription medications all. And Shane? And if it's your birthday, happy birthday, everybody. And to be continued in the next episode. Bye! We love you. We love Bye. you.